Welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. I'm Douglas L., your host. You can now contact me directly via text, 919-675-1058. That's 919-675-1058. Or join our Facebook group at the Anon Podcast. That's T-H-E-A-N-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T to fellowship with other guests. This podcast aims to be a commentary and discussion of Narcotics Anonymous literature, aiming to enrich the recovery experience of those who are on this beautiful journey. This podcast should not replace contact with your sponsor, your involvement with Stepwork, or participation in the fellowship. Please use this podcast as another resource toward our collective growth as addicts in recovery. We're simply addicts seeking recovery. Nothing more, and for sure, nothing less. Now let's get started. Hi, family. I'm Jen from Ontario, Canada. My clean date is June 20th, 2018. My home group is Miracles Happen in the Essex-Kent region of Narcotics Anonymous. Spiritual principle of a day, March 13th, securing the bond of solidarity. An NA group reinforces the solidarity of its members and the foundation of their continued recovery by declining outside contributions. It works, Tradition 7. One way to define solidarity is standing together with others. The seventh tradition explains that one of the ways we do this is by taking care of NA together in our own way. Declining outside contributions is bold. It means we rely on each other to step up and take responsibility for NA. The vitality of our groups and service bodies fully depends on the resources we contribute. The bonds we share with other recovering addicts are unique. We have addiction and recovery in common, and yet sometimes we have very little else that connects us. Still, we are joined together in solidarity through the NA program. We don't recover alone, and every one of us received the message of recovery as a result of what other addicts gave to NA before we showed up. Practicing solidarity in NA is not just a feeling of commitment to our own group or local services. We stand in solidarity with those who aren't here yet. We stand for still-suffering addicts everywhere when we take action to make sure they have a chance to experience our message in their own language and culture, just as we have. In our group, in our groups, that means doing what we can to ensure the meetings remain open to anyone with a desire to stop using. Solidarity with our local service bodies means we support the efforts to ensure that local addicts can find NA. We practice solidarity with NA beyond our community by paying attention to the services that make our message more widely available. We practice solidarity with the NA beyond our community by paying attention to the services that make our meetings and our message more widely available and by contributing what we can to help fulfill the needs of all our services. NA is here to ensure the message is available to anyone seeking recovery around the corner or around the world. I will practice solidarity with still suffering addicts by sharing what I can. Welcome back, everyone. This is March 13th, Securing the Bond of Solidarity. Jennifer, what do you think? Well, I actually enjoy this piece of it because it talks about Tradition 7 and it doesn't talk about money, per se. Which is a relief, isn't it? 
Yeah. Really, because it's all the time. It's like, hey, I'm throwing a dollar in. No, we should be throwing five in now. But self-supporting and declining outside contribution is definitely a little bit more than. Oh, it's greater. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. greater than. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Than than a couple dollars. And I think we do. I think we we often drill it in our meetings that you know the the we have to put more than a dollar in the basket. We have to do more of the that monetary contributions to keep NA alive. Which I well. guess is true, right? Like, I mean, to I some g- degree. I, yeah. <clears throat> but you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of moving pieces and parts, I think, in keeping this solidarity piece together. You know, it talks about making sure that, you know, we have available resources. It talks about keeping the mm-hmm. meeting, the doors open, you know, and, and in my area, we really focus not only on the message of where to find us, <clears throat> which is, you know, separate from the money piece, but also, you know, what are we doing? And it's bigger in our community to make sure that NA is available. What's the how? Like, how are people locating us? And, and, and second to that is making sure that we're being responsible in our meeting places so we can keep the doors open, right? Which is huge. Which is huge. Which is, yeah, so there's a couple. Let me dig in on a couple of those pieces because that, that's a lot right there. So one, let's behave well mm-hmm. at the meeting places. A lot of groups are not foreign to being there for nine months and then hey check it out we got to find some you know someplace else poorly behaved members very common very common issue um what have you guys done to to kind of curb that a little bit well you know when i think about specific meetings that i attend regularly there there was a one saturday night meeting and and this has been my experience and i'm not knocking this at all when i say this you know, oh, I always lean in whenever yeah, it's like no, this. It's like the big social know, meetings, right? The big uh, meetings where Friday, Saturday night, Friday, stuff. Saturday night. Yeah. You know, there was the Saturday night meeting that used Gotta to be dress my up. home group for a year. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Right, because we're going out afterwards. Right. We don't know where we're going. We're just going somewhere. Right, right. Probably cause some kind of trouble. Um, but you know, that piece was you know we would grow really big, but then we would have rowdy members in the parking lot, and you know, and, and a lot of our meetings are in churches, and this yeah. specific church had church members that lived on the grounds, and so it was a whole issue of, mm. and we had this reading in our on our um, in the beginning of the meeting where it's like, please keep your stereo turned down if you're riding a motorcycle, please you know ride in quietly, you know what I mean? Like you oh, don't y'all have put to that right into the format. Well, we did when we yeah. started the meeting because we kept getting removed out of meeting places and part of that was our rowdy loud behavior pick your cigarette i've talked about this before pick your cigarette butts up that seems right? to be a really big one all the, right. all the time cigarette um, butts yeah. how, how is it that that you know you can show up at a meeting looking all you know good but you can't manage to make it into a tiny can <laughs> it's like if you can put you know if your eyeliner's on point you can make it yeah. into a can yeah. you know <laughs> Anyway, and, and that was the other thing. and that, But we, we ended up in this place for a long time where I think we were able to kind of create a relationship with the, the, the members of the church that um, allowed us to come in and out. And, and we did simple things like one year um, it became really apparent that the carpet needed to be you know, replaced. And so yeah. our, our members showed up and helped the church with that. And so we weren't, we're, we, we weren't asking them to like, hey, you know, how can we be of service to you to, to let you know how important this meeting place is to us? And so we had guys come in and help them do that. And See, I'm so, glad, Jen, let me jump in right there because, um, you know, the home group I had uh, my first seven years, so from like 2000 to 2007 uh, in Southwestern PA, we did the exact same thing, mm-hmm. the exact same thing. Um, we would, each season, um, as the seasons changed, the, the church would ask the members of the church, you know, not of N.A., to, to um, participate in like cleaning the grounds, mm-hmm. 
you know, like trash shrubs, you know, whatever that 100%. looked like for that, yeah, for that season. And they could, their, their recruitment or whatever, it was kind of, it was kind of thin a right. lot of the times. So we, we just, we took that over. Yep. So, so each season we would get together and we would, you know, clean the grounds. Um, and that built, that, that built such a cool relationship and whoever was like the preacher man or whatever, you know, of the year that we would have our anniversary, it was like an open meeting. It was mm-hmm. like a dinner and speaker, you know, yeah. uh, we would invite them. And, uh, and that just went like, you're talking about, you know, that just built that relationship of like, okay, if there's some complaints, all right, we understand that, but we also understand that they're they're fully invested in the building. Right, that's really cool. Yeah, I don't know if I don't I don't know if I if I hear that talked a lot about anymore. You know, because I think sometimes we as members get it wrong in the perspective of you know, we don't do anything except pay the rent because we're separate entity. I think that's a very small minded way to oh, bullshit. Yeah, it's bullshit. Yeah, yeah. It's like we invest in those relationships to secure a meeting place. I think that's I think that's being responsible. Yeah. Well, and it even talks about here, you know, um, practicing solidarity in NA is not just feeling of commitment to our own group or local services, right? Like hmm. part of part of our message or, or part of you know, you know, opening the doors up and keeping that relationship is the still suffering addict has a place to show up because we've continued to be a part of, of just, not just NA, but of the community or, you know, the town that we live in or whatever, because without that, sometimes the view of a bunch of addicts getting together is not something that people outside of NA like to think about, you know? It it reminds me, our our homie Eric, you know, down in Bradenton, Mm -hmm. Florida, I love how he always like, anytime a conversation is hitting on this, he'll chime in with, bro, I'm just amazed that we, we do as well as we do 99% of the time or, or right, whatever, right. you know? And so in context, like, like I can hear him saying, man, I'm just amazed that we can, you know, that we're so well behaved and that we keep the meeting spots and the number of meetings, you know, that, that we do, that we do. And, it's true. and that's really impressive. That's really cool. I think too, when you, when you look at how do we, how do we keep this, you know, this NA community together, right? If you're talking about solidarity, it's like, we have to teach and, and mirror the behavior that we're asking others to do, right? So if I'm mm, asking if I'm asking somebody to be appropriate in, in terms of keeping a meeting open so that we have a spot for the next addict that's coming in with, you know, a day clean, I need to be able to say to somebody, right, this is how we do it and then show them how. I, you know, I'm a big advocate of... That's good. I don't... I don't want to teach you by telling you. I want to teach you by showing you because mm. that's how it was. That's how it was given to me. Right. Right. And um, and and I've been in plenty of business meetings. At, you know, at, where you know we're arguing about stuff <clears throat> that seems, I guess you could say, silly, but in terms of keeping the doors open, it's really important. And um, and and we're not perfect, and we're not going to get it right all the time. And and that's not the message that I have. The message I have is is that we do our best, and and my best you know, typically needs um, to be at a level where I'm, I'm learning, and, but then I'm also seeing things that need to change that I need to change so that I can be a, a part, I can participate in the recovery process, you know, the best way possible. And you know what a really good example of that is, is, is um, and those are really good points. A good example of that is when, when you know, I'll hear in the, the meeting format, hey, please don't, you know, use profanity. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'd like to keep the the meeting place or, you know, how, how, mm-hmm. however that's part of it. So in light of this and what you're talking about, 
at, at a very small level, like internally, when I hear that, and, and I hear it in a few different formats, you know, um, I first, I say, fuck you. That's where my <laughs> mind is, you know, that, yeah. fuck that. I, I don't want my speech monitored, period. Right. I should be able to kick it out, period. That's it. In light of, um, we live in a world where, like, in NA needs to operate, we need the the meeting space for that addict to come in, for me to go in and sit down, for the addict getting clean to sit, you know, and all that. So really it boils down to, I need to put my pride, knock it down a couple notches, my arrogance, knock it down a couple notches and say, hey, look, is the greater good being served by me being able to say, go fuck yourself when I'm sharing? Right. Or do I say, go freak yourself? And when doing that, I can put the greater good of saying, okay, and now now I'm doing my part to keep the meeting space for the addict who's coming in needing a meeting. Yeah. You know, it's like it's like I need to put myself second in, in situations like that. And that's just one example I was thinking of. But you're right, cigarette butts or smoking in meetings. No vaping was a big thing. Mm-hmm. I remember when that started being announced a lot, you still have people saying, fuck, I'm vaping in here. Right, why well, not? Well, you know, I mean, that's it's kind of like poor behavior. Yeah. Well, and it's, you know, it's, and it's the simple things. You always talk mm-hmm. about, you know, doing... You know, the, the guy that told you you were doing a good job mopping, right? Mm. Like leaving the facility in a better place than we found it, even if, and this was a big, we had a multi-meeting, or it wasn't a multi-meeting, we had numerous groups that were meeting at this one church for years before right. COVID. And, you know, one meeting would leave, you know, coffee rings on the floor from the cops or they wouldn't put the chairs away right. And then the next meeting would clean it up and then they'd bitch at the other meeting. And it right. was just like, <laughs> and it was this whole dynamic. And it was like, it's like having kids and it's like bit. each group, oh, is, a, each group yeah. is a kid. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you can see the, 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 the remnants of their presence here, yeah, the records of their presence. Um, and so we had to kind of get into the solution based piece where other members, you know, we're going to the business meetings of the other groups to discuss how to avoid this as opposed to us just bitching. And then in turn, if nobody was going to clean up, then we were going to lose the meeting space or we were going to get charged a fee. You know what I mean? And mm. and so we had to come together as the four or five or six groups or however many it was at the time and say, well, how do we fix this? Right. And um, so that's kind of, you know, at the at the local level, at the meeting level, like down to the the place where, you know, we have people walking in who have zero idea of what the seven tradition means, right? Yeah. And really showing them so that someday when they finally get there and they're in that space in their recovery, they can go, oh, like it all makes sense, right? Because I didn't know shit when I got here. I mean, if you told me to pick up cigarette butts, I was like, why the fuck do I have to do it? But, you know, I did it because, mm. you know, it was asked of me and I saw other people doing it or putting chairs away or picking up cups and throwing them away after the meeting. Um you know, and I did that because other people were doing it. So when they asked it of me, I saw them <clears throat> doing it. And therefore, I was like, well, this is just what we do here. But you know what, though? That never goes away, does it? Like that feeling of connectedness when we're putting mm-hmm. tears away or something like that. And, and you you and I, we had the, I mean, just like the, I don't know, even know how to explain it. Just the cool, I guess, like the cool opportunity to go to India mm-hmm. last week. Yeah. It was just fucking cool. Yeah. It was just fucking cool. And so we went to a meeting in was at Delhi and uh and you know what's really cool about that like that situation so to to have listeners some context it was a holiday mm-hmm. right happy so the holy. Ho- yeah happy holy so the holiday was going on which meant there was music and everything else right like Lots going of background noise, yeah like and it was yeah. Cra- yeah it was wild and uh and so and so the place where the meeting was um you know not one member said anything about it not one member bitched about it 
it was like there was a sense of gratitude like hey we have a spot to meet at mm-hmm. we met everyone kicked it out went for coffee afterwards and, and it was just really cool but the but the thing that never ends is like you know after the meeting after after we closed it down we gather up the chairs stack them mm-hmm. gather up everything else that was out doing that yeah. it doesn't matter if it's here or 7000 miles away it's like we 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 participate in this fully self support piece it's a spiritual connection. Oh, 100%. And I mean, people were, when we got there, people were putting out chairs, you know, and yeah, it, making sure like, oh, here, here's a chair for you. Here's a chair for you. And, and to describe that to somebody and saying, hey, look, it's a spirit, it's an awakening of, of, of my spirit or it's a spirit to spirit connection by stacking chairs from the outside. You, you, you have, you have to look at it like you're fucking crazy. There's no spiritual connection. I'll put, you're putting a chair out. Right. But all the all the meaning, like what this reading does, I think this reading does a really good job of like unpacking that. It's like, bro, we're doing that. There was addicts who did that when we got clean, and their continued effort provided in a to uh, the the platform to save our life. Right. We get to participate in doing that for the for the next addict. Yeah. That's a spiritual connection. Yeah. And it's I fucking mean, cool. And to see it, you know, however many years later, continue in action the, the way that it was when we got here, that you know, that cycle mm. of, or that, that circle, you know, of solidarity of one addict helping another is, is really clear at that level, you know, of how we do things and get things And the relatability together. too, mm-hmm. right? Like that's, that's what never ceases to amaze me. I, I got to give this dude a shout out, man. He was like the fucking coolest dude in there. He, 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 you know, as he was, as he was sharing, he said, he is funny. I was cracking up. But the, and, and, uh, and he, he said, you know, we're the only group ever. We're the only group ever that could, <laughs> that could, <laughs> he, he laid it out. He was like that, that, that you'll, you'll get condolences when you get married and congratulations when, when you get, get divorced. divorced. <laughs> That's a relatable, Look, relatable. I, fucking, I, oh, yeah. I about pissed myself. Oh, yeah. I was, was falling so out funny. of my fucking seat. It was just so cool. You know, <laughs> it was just really cool. And then, and then, you know, and, and then like, and then like, um, you know, just being able to carry the message, man, to the, to the dude afterwards. You know, he, he, he getting clean and he, he has a, a year, um, right? Yeah, he just celebrated a year and you know what that all looks like for him and, and we're sitting around at the coffee at the coffee spot afterwards, like there was a lot of time. Mm-hmm. You know, there was like a lot of time there just sitting around like a, a and, and then he was like, Man, I feel this way and that way and then just all of us pouring into him. It was fucking beautiful, man. Yeah. And it, it, it just you know and we hear this said all the time, like literally you go around the world, plug into NA and we're at home. And it's true, man. It's like, it, it, and, I, and I want the listeners to really grab onto that. If you haven't had the experience of, of like traveling, you, I know your crew used to call it like asphalt recovery. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. we always took road trips, road trips and mm-hmm. yeah, you know, that was a big part too. Fucking do it, man. Yeah. Go to the meeting across town, across the state, across the country, across the world. Just fucking do it. You get the opportunity, fucking yeah. do it, and and watch HP show up. The last thing I want to talk about, I know we started out saying, hey, I'm grateful the reading didn't unpack money, but I just wanted to touch on the money piece sure. one time. This, um, you know, the, the without a doubt, starting up a new meeting or a meeting that's flailing. Is that the word? Flailing. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. So, you know, a meeting who, who's just about to fold, there's a couple things that happen. It's like, well, number one, okay, you, you throw it up, HP, show us what to do with this. If it folds, it folds. If not, but there are going to be times where one or two members influx money 
to carry the meeting around. 100%. And and I think like looking at it like a very strict legalistic policy of saying, no, fuck that. You can't have one or two members float the meeting because it becomes their meeting. Again, I think there's some gray area there because like there I've been I've been fortunate enough to start a handful of meetings and it takes a member to buy the coffee pot. It takes a member to do this. Mm-hmm. Hell, we have to we have to put if you if you if you really want to get down to it, you have to put your personal your fucking personal address to get a starter kit from yeah. World Service. Yeah. So you know what I mean. So so so, you know so so that whole thing, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think it has to as long as the the spirit you know kind of like hey what's my motive you know right. and floating and floating the meeting with uh, do I need to buy coffee this month or you know whatever it is. Right. I think we're indebted to the program to do that. Yeah. I think it's our responsibility. Yeah. You know I really do and and. I want to end with this and see what your thoughts are. When I got clean, it was just phasing out of my home group. Um, but it, man, it just hits my spirit every time I talk about this. When they passed the basket around, they made this announcement. They said, if you have anything to give, give. If you need to take anything, take it. And I can already see like the, the tradition, people who are very legalistic saying, fuck that. You know, I could, right. I could, I could feel it through the podcast. You know, I yeah. could feel the list and say, "Fuck, <laughs> fuck that." You know, fuck that. You know, but uh, it was so. It was. It was like it hits my spirit when I think about just how beautiful, how beautiful that is. It's like we. I mean, think about it, like the seventh tradition being passed. If you have something to give, give it. If you need to take something, just take it. Like. Jim, do you see where I mean? It's like just a beautiful, a beautiful piece. I don't know of any groups that do that now. I, it was phasing out then, so that was twenty three years ago. You know, it was phasing out at, at my home group then. Right. Um, it had never started up again um, there. I'm not sure why it phased out. I I, I didn't ask. Um, I, I I doubt it was somebody who was abusing that. I don't think so. Anyway, I don't know. I don't know why. But, but anyway, have you? What's your thoughts on that? Have you? Have you? seen any or heard of any groups that operate like that? You know, I haven't. Um, I do know in times of, of need, I've watched home group members either show up for the meeting or show up for the member that, you mm. know, doesn't, um, you know, is new, doesn't understand, doesn't know what to do, doesn't, you know, and show up in generosity in many ways, you know, monetarily, you know. Mm. Um, you know, you can have my couch for the night. You know, we've all kind of been there in that yeah. generosity piece. Um, and I know that the, the, the tradition folks are, you know, hating this conversation right now, but you know, the truth is, is that if that, if, if my home group would have done that, I would have, I would have been right along for the ride, you know, and, and, and they talk about each group is autonomous. And I mean, there's a whole, whole level of how home groups can really function. But I think at the end of the day, <clears throat> our spirit of generosity in whatever form it is and however we choose to do it as a group is really up to us. Um, oh, that's a good way to look at it. Yeah. yeah and, that's cool. and I try not to anymore, and I can't say I did that back then, but really knock the group for how they're handling things and instead hmm. invite myself into the process of figuring out why so I can form an, an opinion or thought that is not one-sided. Um, and that and those groups really, when you look at the members, almost always their intentions are always pure and selfless. Yeah. Bro, which brings me back to Eric's comments. You know, it's like, doesn't that, that's impressive. Isn't it like a, NA as a whole mm-hmm. to just have like these 
just motives of out out of self and serving other people. Right. So I was really grateful to be a part of that. And 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 I do want to to mention like when we talk about like the folk who really adhere strictly to this legalistic view of the traditions, it's all love. Yeah, we were saying it very lightheartedly, you know, it's all, it's, oh, it's all there's love. No, yeah, it's no. all, and I get know, it. It's and, all love. And we all have a, a place in NA where we fit and where we work things and where, where. Yeah, where I need it. Like Paul talks about is like that tapestry. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, it's like the different colors of thread, different sizes, all that, but it and, makes a beautiful tapestry. And everything where everybody's special place is, like you said, that that perfect piece and and a um, thrives because of it. Ain't that cool? Ain't that, that's a cool realization to where, you know, like for for definitely an active addiction. It was like um, anybody who who thought differently than me was um, I just didn't put any value in it. And it was probably a lot to do with I didn't know who I was then either. Whatever. I don't put any value on myself. But you know, yeah. Oh, it, it, no. To to that point, yeah, exactly. But now, now I think I'm finally coming into a season of really embracing the fact that, um, like, diversity in the program, it's fucking cool, man. Yeah. Oh, it's needed, too. It is so needed. Yeah, Yeah. it's so needed. If we all thought the same and did the same, you know, our core, how the program works, there's there's a, you know, a, a foundation that we build, and then that diversity brings in all different levels of being able to help any addict Mm, seeking recovery you know thank you all again for spending your time with us today on the anonymous podcast i encourage you all to focus on that magic six letter word others as we go out into the world stop by the facebook page fellowship with other guests or send me a text let me know if you'd like to be a guest or if you have any ideas on future podcasts until next time i'm your host douglas l namaste and god bless Mm -hmm.